table. You mean the regatta? I was at the auction, remember? You know the burgers are getting cold, right? Daniel, honey, could you grab the silverware? Sure thing, Mama Joe. Daniel Dawson had been an honorary member of the McKinley family since Ryan brought him home in junior high. His wealthy grandma had raised him while his parents were off doing more important things. Daniel had recently won the mayoral election in Chapel Springs, following in his grandfather's footsteps. At the mention of burgers, Dad dropped the ball. It patted the concrete as they walked off the court. P.J. kicked Ryan in the backside for no apparent reason, and he threw her over his broad shoulders just because he could. She squealed and pounded his back, but he didn't set her down until they reached the table. Brute, P.J. said, giving him a playful shove. Brat. Ryan saved lives, and P.J. could feed an army, but when they got together, it was like they were twelve. She was home for the weekend from culinary school. They took their seats at the picnic table. Twilight had swooped across her parents' backyard, but the white light strung over the patio and along the landscaping twinkled brightly. The mild spring temperature had beckoned them outside for the weekly family meal. Somewhere nearby, a cricket chirped from the flower garden, which was already burgeoning with new life. Across the yard, the white farmhouse sprawled over the oak-shaded knoll like a plump ant, arms spread wide for a comforting embrace. Beyond the house, corn grew about half the year on 240 acres of gently rolling farmland. Her dad, proud to be one of Indiana's 61,000 farmers, had never pressured the McKinley kids into filling his shoes, freeing them to find their own way. They were still working on that part. Once they were seated, Dad said grace, and they dug in. Grilled burgers, potato salad, green beans from last year's garden, and, of course, corn. There was always corn at the McKinley house. How's the planting going, Dad? Ryan swatted a fly. I can help next week if you want. Sounds good. I could use the help. Dad dished out a heaping spoonful of potato salad. She wants to sail that old broken-down barnacle, Joe. Madison placed her napkin in her lap, her eyes glancing off Mom. Despite her mother's perpetual smile, sadness had lingered in her blue eyes since Jade's sudden departure. Is that so? Mom's look said more than her words. She knew Madison better than anyone, knew the turmoil losing Michael still caused, even though Madison hadn't shed a tear, even though she rarely spoke of it. A girl didn't lose her twin brother without repercussions. For Michael, her family stilled, even PJ, and that didn't happen often. It's important to me. Michael had been a capable sailor, though he hadn't lived long enough to sail in the regatta. It had been his dream to be the youngest winner ever, the current record holder being 27 and with their 27th birthday around the corner, time was running out. And you think you can actually win in that thing? Dad asked. She hadn't meant to blindside him. I'm sorry, Dad. I didn't mean to upset you. It's a hunk of rotten wood. He was making it sound far worse than it was. I'm going to restore it. Her dad breathed a laugh. Okay, so it was in rough shape, but Michael had saved for it for two summers. On the doorstep of 17, he'd bought a boat instead of a car. She still remembered the look of pride on his face when he'd shown it to her. She's all mine, Matters, he'd said, running his hand along the flaking white paint at the bow. I'm going to be the youngest winner ever. You'll see. In that thing, she'd asked. It's just cosmetic stuff. Her bones are good. It's still in the barn, honey, Mom said now, setting her hand over Dad's clenched fist. Thanks, Mom. It won't be the fastest boat out there, but the race is handicapped, so I have a good shot. She can't swim, Joe. That's what life fests are for, Daddy, PJ said gently. 
Dad's lips thinned. He was torn, Madison knew, between wanting to support her and being afraid for her. I'll be fine. I'll take every precaution. I'm getting lessons, aren't I? Let me know if I can help, Ryan said. I can, you know, crew or whatever. PJ nudged him with her shoulder. You wouldn't know a sail from a bath sheet. Oh, and you would? Children, eat your supper. A few minutes later, PJ launched into a story about a souffle disaster, lifting the mood. By the time Mom set the apple pie on the table, Dad's expression had lightened, though Madison noticed that Daniel was quiet tonight. She caught him casting a look at the empty seat next to her. She understood. It seemed strange without Jade there. After supper, Madison helped her mother with the dishes while the others played horse. She scrubbed the burger platter while Mom loaded the old brown dishwasher. Madison loved the little house she rented, which until two weeks ago Jade had shared. But there was something comforting about her parents.